Natural gas has no odor naturally. This is the fact off. Welcome to the fact off. Your weekly battle of facts, y'all. Alex is the host, not a slack off. Mike's got the facts that'll smack y'all. But don't worry, cuz Pat's got your back, y'all. It's the fact off. It's the fact off. Yeah, it's the fact off. Welcome back to the Fact Off. I'm Mike, and I'm here with Pat. Hey, everybody. What's up, buddy? <laughs> hey. Quick introduction. I caught you off guard. Yeah, I was like, um, <laughs> That's the intro? <laughs> yes, that's the intro. And if you don't know about what the Fact Off's all about, we each bring a random and obscure fact, and you, the listener, get to vote on your favorite one. Yeah, and why do we pick such hard words to put in our routine? It's hard for Alex to say. It's hard for me to say obscure. Yeah, I, it, we need to rework that. I, yeah. Since Alex is gone, we need to like make it modern and hip and fun and exciting. Well, I mean, you said my name immediately on the show. <laughs> Literally just stared at you when you said, and Pat's here. I was like, what? Well, we need some words that the youths uh, would say. Like, uh, the youths, what, the what's some What's some <laughs> kids? Yeah. Damn kids these days? Yeah. I don't know. The one I always hear is cap. <laughs> and that's cat uh, we're not doing that no cap <laughs> we're not uh, yeah okay from now on when i think your facts crap i'm gonna say no cap there you go uh also i like that you said welcome back assuming that all our listeners are returning listeners so then i'll get all the new listener votes so welcome to the fact off all our new listeners remember this at the end when uh you're voting and remember that mike was unwelcoming to you no i'm welcoming Everybody, I was walking them back from the theme song because I assumed they were jamming out. Oh, that's true. To, to the song back and the probably theme. turned their stereo up and was like uh, testing out their subwoofers. Yeah, when you said "welcome back," probably their ears are bleeding. Yeah, because they listened to that little micro fact that started the episode, and they're like, "Wow, that, that's a taster! I really need to know more." And then the song <laughs> pops in, and they're just like jamming, and then it comes back, and they're like, "Oh, this is a podcast uh, I want to be listening what? to right now." <laughs> What's going on right now? <laughs> I was lost in thought. It's it's a uh, full <laughs> experience. And what what happens? They vote, and then there's a winner. Oh yeah, there's a winner, and uh, I'm I'm just rambling on because I don't want to give you the the win. But I know. Pat <laughs> was the winner. Do you like me playing last, coy? Last week week's episode because we skipped a week. And funny thing, I'm 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 you not gonna, tell I'm gonna, why we missed a week. I'm gonna let you get to your I'm gonna let you get to your fact. Your victory fact. But I'm going to say I screwed up last week. It was a miscommunication on both our parts. The miscommunication. Uh, Pat said he couldn't go. Let's push. And I assumed he meant push to next week. But he meant push to the next day. So I'm at like a... a what, where was I You were at, at a Pat? concert of some sort. I was Never at a been. concert. And Pat's like, hey, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I texted you like five times. I'm just sitting in my house like waiting. Like I, I had actually left my phone in the car. Mm. And I got back to the car. I looked at my phone and I saw that Pat had messaged me. And I'm like, oh, I feel so terrible. Yeah, I think my wife Pat, thought I was just lying to her. I'm like, she was probably, she asked me to like do something. I'm like, I can't. I got the podcast. And then it was like every half hour, he's like, are you doing a podcast? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> That's the perfect experience. We need to get these alibis set up for each other. So every night, our excuses, we possibly could be doing a podcast. So we need to get out of something. It's not we that got far it. off from the truth. <laughs> we got it in our ammo. All right. So, well, all right. Well, what's your what's your victory fact? My Pat? victory fact 
is from the fat calendar. We'll get to that in a minute. Did you know that lobsters pee out of their faces? Yeah, so that's why they taste so weird. <laughs> yeah, that's why they taste so good. Uh, it's uh, peeing at each other is also both fighting and courtship, and to woo a dominant male who has uh, previously spent his time beating up all the lobsters in his neighborhood, the female pees pheromone-laced urine into his shelter several times, which helps him relax. Lobsters, I did not know this, are cannibals, so the pheromone is telling him, it's time to breed, don't eat me. Hmm. So next is that time what a woman the movie The Lobster's you. about? Yeah. Yes, uh, it's just women going around peeing on Colin Farrell so that he <laughs> yes. doesn't eat them. Okay, I thought it's, I thought so. Yeah, so yeah, I guess people are into pee stuff, and I guess that's why, you know. Now lobsters, it's in their blood. Yeah, and that's my victory All fact. Right. Well, if you want to hear a different victory fact next week from somebody else, vote for me and probably not Alex because he's not back probably uh well, he can't a get. A, how would he get a victory fact? He's not here That's what now. I said. He's not going to be back for a while. Yeah, so he he's not getting any votes. <laughs> I'm going to vote for him. Okay, you should we, have a I phantom. Mean, vote. We all vote for Alex in our heart at all times. Aw, yeah. I hope you're listening, buddy. He's um, not. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's long gone. He's he's like I'm never listening or being on this show ever again. Um, all right. Well, next up is Pat's. Fun facts, 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 y'all. Nice. See, you're getting better at the song part. I'm not. Yeah, you are. This is going to be good. We should, you guys should duet. Whenever Alex does come back, you guys should, or do like a facting banjos. Like, you say a little bit of a song, and then he does a little bit of a song. Or like a rap battle, like a fact battle. Yeah. I want it. We need okay. to make this happen right. for my birthday. Just get, get into your get get into your stuff. All right, here are my five random quick facts. This again, if you're listening for the first time, allows you to. Dip I hope your you toes. are. <laughs> I hope you made it this far. <laughs> yeah, I know you probably turned it off. <laughs> Good riddance. If you turned this off already, we don't want you anyway. All right, but here are five random facts just to get your uh, you know your fact wet. Uh, in Japan, uh. <laughs> many splintered baseball bats are turned into chop- chopsticks. Bats that end up being broken by professional players are often turned into what are known as katobashi, which the New York Times described as a mashup of the Japanese word for chopsticks and a baseball chant that translates as get a big hit. So they're not eating with these. The the fans in the stadium are probably like, like chopping them together, like clapping them together, like hit, hit, hit the ball. No, I don't think that's, I think they would eat with it. They would get oh. a, a hot dog from the game. Okay. Yeah, so, like they, so they they have that many broken bats that they could just sell these at the park? or, or? I bet you it's like a souvenir. Like, people probably like, mm. you know. Well, how many chopsticks? And they probably, probably say they're from a broken bat, but <laughs> yeah. they're probably not from a broken bat. I don't know. I think they have a lot of integrity in that league. I hope they do. Did you know that according to National Geographic, a grizzly bear's bite is strong enough to crush a bowling ball? Hmm. Have there ever... Was there ever a... a uh, <laughs> no, there wasn't. Was there, <laughs> was there ever a grizzly bear in a bowling alley? Yes, and they thought they could stop him by hurling bowling balls at his head. <laughs> and that's how they found out? He was just biting through them all. 
What a terrifying! I, like, I feel you like think this is a good a mini game. This would be a perfect mini game. Yes. How many bowling balls does it take to knock out a bear? Yeah, this is good. this is like a pong, but with a bowling ball and a bear head. Yeah, this just sounds like Peta's going to cancel our show. Is what it sounds like. The bread. Yes, Peta the bread. <laughs> Peta the character from Hunger Games. Oh. Fact number three. I, I always get them confused. Yes. <laughs> the bread, the the character from the Hunter Games, and the organization. <laughs> yep. Uh, despite women not being able to compete in ancient Greek Olympics, Kaniska of Sparta took multiple Olympic victories in chariot racing. The winner of equestrian events was the horse owner rather than the horse rider. So, because they were her horses, they were her victories. Mm, loophole. Yes. Right, Mike's still mad, just on record, if you're thinking about voting for Mike, he's still mad that women are allowed in the Olympics. <laughs> it's not like they're competing against men. <laughs> you're going to cut that out. <laughs> no. You right. can't. You can't. The editing button's dead. <laughs> in 1985, Aretha Franklin's voice was declared a natural resource of the state of Michigan. You think we could farm it? <laughs> I, I don't know what to say about a resource. I get like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's cool. a marketing attempt to get people to come yeah. to Michigan. And listen to Respect. And finally, in, eight, in the 18th century, folks treated Bible cysts, which appear on the hand or wrist, by strapping a bullet that had killed an animal to the cyst rubbing it with a dead man's hand, or hitting it with a heavy book. A remedy that's still used today, though the Mayo Clinic advises against it. And, it's and how it doesn't it got the work. Name. That's how it got the name Bible Cyst, is that you're supposed to slam a big book on the cyst. I like hmm. the dead hand. Like, quick, go get me our dead hand. The Bible Cyst. Of the three, yeah, I, I think the... I, I, I mean, out of all the homeopathic... Uh, Things you could do. Uh, that's probably the most believable one. Um, Hit it with a I, I know mint. Uh, mint is not going to cure any ails I have. Mint. You know, everybody has those like uh, herbal herbs. You know, little. Oh. <laughs> Tic Tacs. No. Your wife's been feeding you Tic Tacs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I'm talking about people are buying the the uh, the the mineral oils or whatever they call them. Yeah. Like uh, natural remedies. Yeah, yeah. It all yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, that's why you just uh, carry around your Bible to, like, sick people and you hit, whack them in the head with it. It's true. I mean, Bibles have been known to stop bullets. Prove that it doesn't work. I'd Everyone like out there, proven. I implore you to just hit that's someone how, with a Bible. That's how all kooky <laughs> things, you know, every kooky thing out there, like... It's all about proving it doesn't work. It's not about pro- like you. You don't have to prove that it does work. You just have to prove that it doesn't. E- it's harder to prove that something doesn't exist than it you know than exists. Yeah, we need to start hitting people with Bibles more. I think that's that's the challenge for our listeners this week. Record yourself hitting someone with a Bible. See if they get better. Make sure they're sick. It might first. work. Yeah, <laughs> it might work. All right, you ready for right, the Pat. the main course? Yeah, let's get into the main course. Since you're the victor, you get to choose the first first uh, up. Yeah, well, since I've just done a lot of talking, I plan on zoning out during your fact so you can go first. I thought you were going to go first again. <laughs> no, I got to switch it okay. up. Okay, 
Well, thanks for letting me go. You're welcome. I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> this is such a polite fact. <laughs> We're so polite to now. Alex Good is day, not here. Good day, sir. We don't have to fight over the spoils because um, we know Alex isn't here to spoil anything. That's true. You're the one who knows all my facts, so I'm sure you... <laughs> yeah, I've been ruining your facts the whole oh, time. Oh, can I ask you a quick question about your fact? Because I got a rare text message from Mike today that asked me a question about my fact. Typically, we we do not tell each other what our facts are. We are shocked. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and we Mike, probably should. Mike, <laughs> would you have like a ballpark? Is your fact from the 18th century? Uh, <laughs> we could start there, just time period-wise. But Mike texted me today, is your fact about submarines? And I said no, and then Mike never texted me back. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was lost in the submarine. No, I've been funny. <laughs> I, I think just I know it's not funny. I, just like everybody, we're all been captivated by this lost submarine. And b- by the time you are listening to this, maybe they were found. Maybe um, we found out the worst. I I don't know. It's sad. The whole thing's sad, but it's quite interesting. Yes, and I can't wait to hear more about it. And uh, it's curveball. I'm actually not doing a fact oh. about the submarine. I I just was so enamored about. It. I wanted to find something like. To go along with it, and, and people are probably tired about hearing about submarines, anyways. Um, but something else ocean related jumped out at me, and a shark. Uh, no, I'm saying that as a pun, sort of, because have you heard that there's these orca? Yes. Orcas are killer whales. Yeah, they're jumping out and uh, taking down like sea vessels, like small little sailboats and small little motorboats. Yeah, and of course everyone is like, yeah, take down the super rich in their yacht. So they're probably really just affecting, you know, fishermen who are trying to... Yeah, they're, they're smaller boats. So I, I, there might be some of them that are owned by rich people, but yeah. some of them are probably just owned by a fisherman or um, person, fisher person. Fisher Price. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm making up for my uh, joke <laughs> I made earlier. Yeah. The fisher persons. Yeah. Um, Wait, are they just all called fishermen, no matter what gender they are? Um, I'm sure it's been updated. Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah. you at listener, look it up and email us at thefactoffpodcast at gmail.com. I want, I want to know the answer, because I'm not going to look it up myself. I'll Mike forget. realistically says you listener, because he knows only one person is listening to this podcast. <laughs> Not no, I, 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 I wanted to make them feel more individual. You know, you. like, hey. Yes, you listening right now. You know yes, who you. you are. Look yeah, this up. I'm Get targeting d- directly at them. But yeah, I, I got enamored with this story about these orcas. And I'm like, well, this is strange. And I, I looked into it further. And this has been going on for like three or four years now. Yeah. Are they the same orcas that are killing all the sharks? No, they're not the same orcas that are killing the sharks. Okay. And as I looked into this further, there's like all these different like small groups of orcas. Like they're like little pods. And they all have their own like unique culture and, and unique calls, and it, it's just really intelligent. interesting. Yeah, they're they're really intelligent, and uh, they're they're trying to figure out why they're sinking all these vessels. And some some theories were like they're trying to get revenge. Well, uh, it probably might boats. be an alpha. They're you know alpha animals, you know. Yeah. And then uh, as I dug further, uh, a lot of researchers. Um, started to like really like hone in on that these are possibly uh, a temporal cultural fad. <laughs> oh, it's like baggy pants for orcas. 
Yeah, like uh, the orcas have a fad going on. I'm like, what? How how do animals have fads? Why not? Is this, is, I, I know. Keeping fads. Let other animals <laughs> have fads. Let other animals have fads. And uh, let me go back real quick. So I think I skipped over that where this was all happening. It was all happening in Portugal, Spain, and France, like off the course of Europe. So okay, off the coast, off the coast of Europe. Um, but back to the fad idea. Um, orcas are tightly knit. Like, as we said earlier, they're, they're in small pods and they each develop their own unique culture. And this wasn't the, the most recent documented fad. There's actually historical precedence for these fads. What did who started wearing the hat? Like kind of askew where the brim is sort of off center. Was that Orcas? Uh, was that Free Willy? Funny thing enough, Pat. I don't. I don't know if you actually did that on purpose, but that's what I'm about to bring up. Oh yeah, Orcas had a hat. A ha- Orcas had a hat fad. It's harder to say that like back to back like that. Orcas had a hat fad. Yeah. So in 1987, a female orca was spotted in the Puget Sound with a dead salmon <laughs> draped over her nose. That's and other orcas started doing this. Yeah, yeah, and over the following six weeks, other orcas started copying this um, this female orca and started wearing this dead salmon draped. Like not the same dead it's salmon, like the obviously. Taylor Swift of orcas. <laughs> yeah, the Taylor Swift of orcas, and they're all just flaunting this and and having a gr- good old time wearing this salmon on their head like That's a hat. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, well, just like any fads, it died off just as fast as it started. So, like, less than a year later, the fad was gone. It was just like Furbies. Furbies died. Just like Beanie Babies, that that Pogs, all these fads. So, you think there's, died. like, an old orca with a whole bunch of dead salmon in her closet? <laughs> like, I <laughs> yeah. wish I could wear these again. Yeah, it's like a pet rock for orcas. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just so interesting that, like, they would develop such an odd fad. And I'm like, well... Is that it? Like that—that's the only one. And like, no. They are also uh, known to harass and kill porpoises. Like they'll just like toy around with the porpoise and like oh. tease it and push it around with their nose and drown it. And that—that's that was a fad. And they, they would just like watch each other do this, and they—they they just see it as a game, or you know, they're just toying with the the porpoise. The bullies of the sea. The bullies of the sea. And then, well, the, interesting enough, these fads are only for their smaller groups. Like, they're not, like, they're spread out amongst all the orcas. It's just some of these smaller groups will get a fad, and then sometimes they'll carry over to the other smaller groups. But Do they the have, like, part, a, a security orca to chase away the orcas gangs in the <laughs> mall, the or, this orca mall? No. But funny thing enough about the, the teenage thing about it, well, uh, the ones that were sinking the boats, a lot of them were juveniles. So these juveniles were acting out. Yeah, the juvenile delinquent orcas. And uh, they'd have smaller orcas watch the, the larger ones attack these boats. And they would learn from that and just like kind of watch the orcas do this. And they all just kind of you know join in on the fun and uh, take out these boats. They usually go for like the rudder of the boat. Yeah, I heard they were pretty smart about it. Yeah, they they were having a good old time with it. Um, a couple, a couple. I'm gonna couple them real quick, but a couple other ones I found were kelping. 
What do you think kelping was as a fad? It's like when you're getting real close to eating the fish, <laughs> and then you just get as close as you can, and then you, you pull back right before you eat it. No, it's, this was uh, rolling around in kelp beds. Oh, no, I was close. <laughs> yeah, you're close. Uh, they had elaborate elaborate greeting ceremony between two pods, um, and I, I don't remember the location of these two pods, but um, what they would do is they would swim up, line up in a row and kind of like stare at, stare at each other. And then out of nowhere, they just rush up and start like swarming around each other like as a, like a crazy frenzy. That's awesome. So it's kind of like uh, stare you down in the eyes, like kind of like look at you and then bam, we're off. And they're uh, rolling in the hay. Yeah. And then there was a another one where a group was found like rubbing their backs on pe- like pebbles near the beach. They didn't drown? No. Yeah, they can go pretty sh- shallow. Or they, drown. They... <laughs> One of those. <laughs> yeah, it's, a dr- it's drowned. Like, they didn't drown. Or they didn't drown. It's definitely not drowned. Yeah. And another, the one of the most interesting ones, uh, besides the hat, the, the uh, salmon cap, uh, they would play with crab traps. So, like, uh, they'd see a crab trap, and they would kind of swim up to it, wrap their nose around the rope and like the anchor and just kind of pull it and pu- put it in another location so they'd move these crab traps just to be a so jerk. like just to be a jerk and how how these scientists explain what a fad was is it, basically they explained it as this like it, it was something that had no known benefit to the orcas like there's no like logical reason why they'd be doing any of this stuff so they're more that's like how us they, than we originally thought <laughs> I know that I just really feel like I relate. I always thought killer whales were awesome as a kid. Remember, yeah, remember the street street sharks? Oh, street sharks were awesome. Where there was a killer whale one that I thought was awesome. He was like the fifth one of the group. Yeah, we had we had the toy, and you can spin his tongue around. His tongue was like real long. Yeah, speak of fads. Yeah, bring back yeah. street sharks. Street sharks were fads, and we're talking about the uh, orca fad. Yeah. Uh, so my fact is called the salmon cap fad. <laughs> Very nice. Yes. Well, that's gonna win this week. <laughs> I should have went to go second. All um, right. What, what do you fact, got? What do you got this week, Pat? So my fact started off. It was from the calendar. Uh, have you ever heard <laughs> the song "Zoot Suit Riot"? Yeah, I've heard of Zoot Suit, but I've not heard "Riot" in the. You've never heard the song "Zoot Suit Riot"? Riot. Literally do. Mm, yeah, okay. Yeah, I have, I have, I have. Yeah. It was like there was like a big. I don't know how long it lasted because we were kids, but like swing dancing was real popular again in the '90s or early thousands, whenever it came out. And uh, there's still some small little pockets of swing dancers yeah. around my area. It's um, fun. Yeah, no, sweaty. you're thinking of. I, I, uh, Aren't you thinking of your wife keeps asking you if you could become swingers? Is that what you're thinking about? Oh yeah, I was thinking of the pineapple thing. Well, I don't know what that is. Is that where you eat a lot of pineapple, Mike? <laughs> no. Somebody somebody I know said they went on a cruise, and uh, every single door had a little pineapple on the doors. And they're like, what is going on? So they asked, and they're like, well, it means that we're swingers, and we're open to anybody just to walk, walk in. <laughs> so they'll go on these cruises, and they'll just, like, go in on each other. like. Oh, nice. And no. Exciting. I mean, they probably aren't <laughs> attractive people. <laughs> You never know. 
<laughs> you gotta open all the doors to find out. You're like, oh, nope. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, yeah, I'll come back later. <laughs> Mike's running back and forth like on Scooby Doo, where he's going in and out of the doors. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll stay in this one. Yeah. <laughs> so, Zoot Suit Riot was a really popular song when we were kids, and it's like very upbeat, swing dancing. I never listened to the lyrics, but the Zoot Suit Riot is a real event that happened, and it's not fun, and it's not, you know, exciting. And I'm going to explain the Zoot Suit Riots to you right now. You excited? Read me the Riot Act. I'm ready. So, our fact begins in August 1942 with the Sleepy Lagoon murder. The year Alex was born. Yep. (laughs) The Sleepy Lagoon murder refers to the death of Jose Diaz, a young Mexican-American man who was found unconscious and later died near a reservoir known as the Sleepy Lagoon. So the Sleepy Lagoon was uh, named that after a song, a popular song that came out called the Sleepy Lagoon. I've heard of the name Jose Diaz, unless I'm thinking of another Jose Diaz. Maybe. It sounds (laughs) like a popular name. Yeah, it does sound like a popular... Maybe there's a baseball player named Jose Diaz. So, Jose... You know, we're going to take it serious for Jose Diaz. Jose Diaz... So, the police would arrest and charge 22 Mexican-American youths with murder. Most of them were members of the 38th Street Gang. Now, I'm being very specific about the uh, race of the people involved because this issue has a lot to do with race relations. The trial was anything but fair, with prejudice coming from the judge, media coverage, and an inadequate defense. And in January of 1943, 12 of the young men were convicted of second-degree murder, and the rest got lesser charges and were incarcerated. So they round up 22 Mexican-Americans, and they threw them all in jail. So the trial led to a lot of bias towards Mexican-Americans and served as a turning point for Mexican-American civil rights and raised awareness of the issues such as police brutality, racial profiling, and unequal tre- treatment under the law. So this is well, 1942. I'm cu- yeah, I'm curious why there hasn't been like more talk about Mexican civil rights recently because it, it kind of seems like it takes a back seat to some other issues in their country right now. And and they're like a, a large populace in, in the country. Yes, very, a very large populace. Um, I don't know. I think like media you know i don't yeah. know who there, there's know only who so many there's but, only so many things i feel like they could talk about maybe yeah it is just like um i think whatever sells the most you know they try to yeah. like push towards the front um all right so it's largely seen as the precursor of the zoot suit riots of 1943 so let's get into the zoot suit riots the zoot suit riots took place in la california in june 1943 now you said you know what a zoot suit is. Uh, I'm I'm gonna look folks at home look this up on Google Images because I'm doing the same because I'm curious what a zoot suit looks like. So I'm gonna explain um, it to you. I'm while you're exp- looking it up. Yeah, explain it to me. So it's a flamboyant outfit characterized by high waisted, wide leg trousers and long coats with padded shoulders, and they were tight towards the ankle and the wrists to give it like a triangle shape. Oh, uh, okay. It looks like a kid in like a their parents suit. Yeah. Uh, that's the best way suit. I can explain. Everything's super baggy. Some of them are very colorful. Uh, the pants are pulled up really high. It's, it's pretty, it's like super baggy. It's kind of cool, but kind of weird. It's, uh, would you say it's a fad? Yeah. I would say this is the orca, an orca <laughs> fad. <laughs> the zoot suit orcas. So, uh, also zoot suits were largely worn by Mexican American youth. Uh, 
So now there's a quick flashback all the way to March 1942. You know what is going on in 1942, right? No. What major world thing? World is War II. Yeah. Yes. And the War War Production Board, the WPB, regulated the manufacturers, the manufacture of men's suits and all clothing that contained wool. Hmm. So they like this was, and I was talking to Alex about this because he wasn't going to listen to this fact. Um, they pretty much just. They put regulations on like you can't make that you can't use this much wool. We need this for the war effort. You know we need. So that's all why they made it bigger and back here. <laughs> yeah, um, and like nowadays, like it feels like people like all got on board for World War Two, and it just feels like nowadays, depending on whichever side said we need to cut back on wool, no matter how like necessary it was, the other side would just say, Nah, no, we don't. Yeah, now people would like buy a, a bunch of wool and just burn it in their backyard. Like I'm, I'm heating my house with wool. Yes. Um, so it's kind of what led to that's one of the the precur- one of the issues with the zoot suit riots. Uh, the regulations effectively forbade the manufacture of wide cut zoot suits and full women's skirts or dresses. Mm. Um, on June third, nineteen forty three, there was an alleged attack on a group of sailors by Mexican-American youth, probably wearing zoot suits. Um, and so in retaliation for the... Hold on. Lost my spot. In retaliation, servicemen targeted Mexican-American youth wearing zoot suits. And they would just wait, go wait. around L.A. This just sounds like a comedy movie where, like, guys in sailor uh, costumes attacking like guys up. in, like funny zoot suits and this is like the funny suit riot yeah well it's anything but funny if you're getting the crap kicked out of you for (laughs) for wearing what for dressing how you want to dress they're i mean technically they're both kind of seen as flamboyant yes it is like a very like especially like sailors you know it was like the popeye sailor outfit (laughs) the flamboyant sailors fighting the flamboyant suit suit boys (laughs) it's the the gayest ride of all time Um, so one of the reasons now they, there was a lot of like uh racial undertones to this attack, you know, they went around specifically beating up Mexican Americans, you know, but they, you know, the, in the defense of the servicemen, they said one of their justifications was that suit suits were unpatriotic due to that travel to, due to the fabric ban. So they were doing their duty for America by beating up anyone they saw wearing a zoot suit. So they use that as a, a, okay, you're not being patriotic. We're going to stomp you. We're going to, yeah. So they would, uh, mobs of servicemen roam the streets. They would assault people, beat them, in some case, stab them. Damn, um, this, this is terrible. It's like basically just a, a license to go nuts. And they would even like, so that if you looked up Zoot Suits Riots, you'll probably see like uh, the pictures I saw were like men in the streets like, in their underwear because they were they were just beaten and then they were stripped. Oh, because they would like t- tear the zoot suits off of them and just kind of yeah, like, like you can't yeah, have this publicly humiliate. That's people. terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then once again, the police, you know, they didn't really care or help out the Mexican Americans too much. Wow, that's surprising. The, I know. The police it's don't just... care. Like that's like a ongoing uh, trend. It seems like. Yes, most most of the history of the United States. Uh, we're still waiting the for the police just like look the other way. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we don't care. Yeah, 
<clears throat> and then in some cases, they said that they would target the victims instead of the perpetrators. And media coverage was also a lot more critical of the suit suit wearers than they were the sailors, you know? Oh, wow. Surprising again. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And again, it's all, it was white sailors beating up Mexican youths, you know, under the guise of patriotism and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Patri- just- so patri- So what terrible atrocities are carried out because of patriotism, Christianity, other religions, et cetera, et cetera. Like you name it. If it's a, a some sort of ideology, there's going to be something horrible carried out on behalf yeah. of that ideology. Um, the, the media coverage was like, it was kind of good. It was so bad because it started to open people's eyes to like, whoa, whoa, this is, this is too much. Like this is way, this is really biased. Like we, something needs to be done about this. Like the police aren't doing their job. The media is not doing their job. And, uh, the riots eventually led to a ban of servicemen from going to downtown LA. So that was like. The solution probably, was, that was probably like the saddest time of their career, their lives. You know, the servicemen probably had a, a lot that's of where all down. the the people all that the want to beat up are. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then also like the zoot suit would also fade. You know, it was a fad. It was it would fade. But also, uh, why would you so wear that's, one that's... if you, there was a good chance of you getting beat up and you know attacked? Mm. Um, so that's, so Luke, that's why there's not a zoot suit person in. The uh, the band that has the the uh... are you thinking of the YMCA, the village people? <laughs> yeah, the village people. That's why there's not a zoot suit wearer because they got rid of the zoot suit people. Well, because the sailor couldn't coexist. Is there a sailor? That's in there? true. Like yeah, they probably like they you either the have the sailor or the zoot suit man. <laughs> can't be both. <laughs> can't be both. I'm sorry. Um. So looping back to the original, the Sleepy Lagoon, uh, murder. There was a, a committee called the Sleepy Lagoon Defense Committee and was created by activists and community members formed to support defendants and challenge the discriminatory practices faced by Mexican-Americans. So all the Zoot Suit riots would lead to a lot of good, big strides for civil rights for Mexican-Americans. That's pretty cool. How did you even stumble across this? Uh, the, the fact calendar. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I totally cheated. gloss I... over that first word. But I'm like, Pat really... Stumbled upon something interesting somehow. Well, it's also like, I don't know. You History, there's a lot in history, right? There's a lot you don't hear about. There's a lot of there's stories a lot of that forgotten everyone history. knows. Yeah. Um, but then there's something like this feels like a big moment in the 40s that something like it's a big thing that happened. There was a fun song that everyone's like, ooh, zoot zoot, riot, riot, hey, throwback of all of me. And then you you actually like look Pat, into Pat, it. you're like, in the wrong is... wrong time time zone time period. I know. I'm in the wrong time zone. We're in a mountain time. <laughs> oh, so there is a little bit of a good ending to this. Um, so the committee's efforts, along with the growing public support, led to the eventual release of those defendants, the 22 men that were arrested mm, in 1944. An appellate court overturned their convictions. Nice. Yep. The Zoot Suit Riot Part 2. No, let's hope not. But yeah, it's just... Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot. This is a fact that I encourage people to like go look up more stuff about Zoot Suit Riots. I, it's just weird that I've never heard of this. Yeah, I've heard of a Zoot Suit, but I didn't know 
what it looked like and the other issues around it. Have you you have you ever seen um uh what was it? Was it Watchmen? Did you watch the Watchmen TV show? No, yeah, no, not Watchmen. Watchmen. It wasn't Watchmen. It was um Lovecraft Country. Yeah, I watched that one. Yeah. Yeah, with the Tulsa riots. Mm-hmm. Which is like a huge, huge thing that happened in history in this country not too long ago. Uh extremely racist and hate driven. And you just never hear about these things. And it's just like there's so much that we don't hear about because yeah, there's a, these stuff. atrocities that happen. And I think it's so bad that the city just doesn't want people to know about it. And the, the people in the city are like, this is, we're just going to collectively choose to pretend like this never happened. And hopefully if we pretend like it didn't happen, then it didn't happen. Yeah. Well, I think it's a lot of people who uh, are in power that probably know that it was wrong. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, of course we wanna, it's wrong. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. that like, for some reason, it, stuff like that gets covered up, and it's yeah. Weird. You got to cut. They control the narrative. It's just crazy. Yeah. There's so much history out there that we aren't told. And the Zutsu riot for me was one of those moments where I was like, "Oh my god, this is a pretty crazy thing." And that's my fact, everybody. The Zutsu fact. Nice. So that's that's it, folks. We have the Zutsu fact from Pat, and we have the salmon hat fad by me myself. <laughs> Mike, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you can vote at the factoffpodcast.com. Actually, there's no the. We, we oh, used to try Alex used to, heavily on that. It's factoffpodcast.com. I did. Oh my gosh. I would, I would give him hell. You would hit him off, Mike. Like, you I, would yeah, I would drive up, the show. To, I'd drive up to Cincinnati and he'd be on the podcast. I'd sneak behind him and just smack him on the back of the head. And we'd have to distract him for like 30 minutes, too. Like, you distracted him well for 30 minutes. Yeah, we just talked about, you know, the Simpsons or something. (laughs) Oh, did you guys see the new Transformers Beast Wars? (laughs) Don't make fun. That was us, like, 20 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That's why I'm making fun of it. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Have a good night, everybody. Yeah, yeah. We got (laughs) sidetracked there. Uh, Vote on uh, your favorite fact. Uh, Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I don't know if we use really any of those platforms anymore. No, Twitter's the only one I, I I go in spurts. Twitter's sometimes interesting, but sometimes not. Anymore, it's just like uh like bot all my feed is just bots. <laughs> Isn't that what Elon Musk was supposed to prevent? <laughs> I think so, but it's just all the celebrities left. I was just following comedians I liked and they're all gone, so Well, yeah, what what's next? I guess you can go to the Instagram, Twitter competitor whenever that launches. Yeah. Everyone's so, going back to Facebook. Okay, so in five years, ten years, okay, twenty years, let's say twenty years, Facebook won't even exist. Probably it would be just Instagram. But it's still Facebook, like it's still. Yeah. It's all. The it's same. still Facebook. It's you all own the company. It's, it's just don't like, be so depressing, Pat. I don't want to hear. It's still Facebook. <laughs> it's still Facebook. It's still Facebook to me. Okay. All right. That's it. <laughs> what a sad ending. It's still Facebook to me. Goodbye, folks.